Kenai. Uh, we're here today. We have a really, actually, a pretty exciting and kind of fun little special episode that we're doing today. Uh, we have Kayla back. If you've listened to Kayla's story before, she's recorded a recovery story with us, and it's super awesome. We also have Billy back with us today, which is super exciting to have people we've had record come back and record again um, on something like this, which is just kind of a little not less important side project that we've kind of been thinking about and working on is talking about some of these other qualities that kind of not only enrich recovery, but enrich life in general. And so the one we're talking about today is gratitude. Oh yeah, Coburn's here. Hey! Yeah, Coburn's here. (laughs) (laughs) And me. So yeah, we're talking about gratitude today. And um, the reason this came up is because obviously all of us at Change for the Kenai are doing our gratitude challenge, right? And so... I kind of take a, took a step back, and I had to think, like, oh, dang, like, what am I grateful for? You know, and it was this weird moment where I was like, oh, man, like, I haven't really expressed any gratitude in, like, the last however long, you know, like, and I had to step back and, like, man, I'm thankful for, like, the people we get to talk to, like, that we mm-hmm. get to record with. I'm grateful for the job that we have, the fact that we get to work, mm-hmm. a lot yeah. of flexibility, a lot of freedom, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, some... I mean, like, I'm grateful for the financial situation that I'm in, you know what I mean? That, like, I have a house to sleep in, I have a car to drive, like, I have a lot of things that a lot of people don't, you know? So, like, it kind of just spurred this big, like, wow, like, we have a lot of things to be grateful for. And I thought, what better people to talk to about gratitude than people who are in recovery who mm-hmm. have probably self-confessed of a lot to be thankful for. So, we're going to jump right into that, I guess. So, I guess we'll start off with this, uh, whichever one of you guys wants to start. Um, well, actually, before that, I just want to go really quick into uh, kind of the science of gratitude. Not that there is necessarily a science, but um, it's one of those parts of life that is a skill. And it's weird because there's a lot of parts of life that you think are just kind of given, but again, it's a skill. So something that you actually have to practice. And it's crazy though, because mm-hmm. it will change your perspective over time. Um, they found that just even like, a, I think it was like a month, mm-hmm. about a month or maybe... Um, Maybe like uh, 90 days or something, but yeah. So like on the gratitude challenge that like we're doing a change for the keynote on Facebook, mm-hmm. it's like three things you're gra- you're grateful for your gratitude for that you're grateful <laughs> for. Um, three things you're grateful for every day for 28 days. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So like it's a month. And so like that outlook, right? That positive outlook and just like recognizing things like the good things in life. Right. Cause like mm-hmm. if you're grateful for things, you're pro- usually probably good. You know, like you're not grateful you got stabbed in the leg yesterday. Like, probably not a thing. So, like, they're all good things. <laughs> so, like, they're all good things, right? So, it's, like, recognizing the good things in your life is, like, yeah. supposed to, well, it does, like, help you gain a more, like, positive perspective on life itself. So, mm-hmm. I think that's kind of the gist. Yeah, yeah, more or less that it becomes a habit over time. And uh, a lot of life is kind of what you focus on. I mean, mm-hmm. really. And, and changing your focus from negativity to positivity doesn't change your circumstances, but it does change, like you said, your perspective. Right. So. Definitely. So yeah, we'll slide in. Um, what does gratitude mean to you guys? Whoever wants to start. That's kind of a very broad, big question, but yeah. Yeah, there's a lot to be grateful for. Because before I got to recovery and before I moved here, everything was just all, I didn't want to live anymore. Mm-hmm. And just focus on the negative so many times it it was uh, ingrained in me as a young kid because I remember coming aware you know when you come aware as a kid and you um, first time see the world like four or three years old I remember looking 
looking at my feet, and I have scars I burned when I was a baby, and I thought everyone looked like that. And I seen my cousins like, oh, they have normal feet. Why am I different? And right there and on, that self-pity came along right away. Mm-hmm. And throughout my high school, basketball, sports, basically, and like I was becoming a star freshman year right away and dislocating my shoulder and that pushed my ego very down and I was like oh poor me I'm not going to be good as I was and I remember just playing basketball in the middle of the court just we're, we're up by 20 not even grateful at that moment and just like why am I different why am I different Still feeling that, trying to join everything in school, speech, Lego League, everything, trying to feel like I want to fit in. But all, through all high school, there was drugs and marijuana and stuff and pills, and I was all doing it until I got to college. And that's where I met the people who drank. Mm-hmm. And I remember my first time drinking, actually drinking, when I, my first beverage was four years old. but actually drinking hard liquor. I remember looking in the mirror and just smiling to myself, like, I'm never gonna stop this. I feel so grateful. Mm-hmm. It's like, holy <laughs> I found something, a solution to my self-pityness. And it got started getting worse and worse and progressing and that feeling we felt first time drinking disappeared. Like trying to find that same feeling where I felt normal again for when I first drank. I kept on chasing it, and that's how my disease started progressing. Until I got to um, Alcoholics Anonymous, these meetings and in recovery, basically, and learning about recovery. First go around 2017, wasn't, I wasn't really serious about recovery because I was still focusing on the negative and not trying to bitter myself until October 28th, coming back and learning about life and how to be grateful. And when someone passed away in my life or friends, family, right right away, that, that would have been my ticket out to go drink. It's self-pity and yeah. poor me and poor me. And now, through recovery, I just, when someone passes away, I, I'm able to say, to thank my higher power, who I choose to call God, is like, thank you for putting this person into my life, instead of thinking of the bad memories, I thought about the good memories. Mm-hmm. And right now, there's one family member that's passing away from due to this disease. And I was about probably nine months when I seen her at the hospital with tubes around. And for a whole week before that, she was calling me to reach out and I was all, I was talking about my experience and hope, hopefully she heard something. Mm-hmm. And when I heard she went to the hospital, I had to go over there and to say my goodbyes just in case she passed away. And I was over there and I seen her and that scared the out of me. If I wasn't sober right now, this would have been me. And then when I was like, thank you God for, 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 I'm, for being sober today and alive. Like, That's Damn. an interesting parallel, man. And you're like, when, cause like, I feel like, I mean, maybe it's like just from a personal standpoint and like maybe there's probably someone that can relate, you know, like, when a lot of people think back, or like when I think back, you know, like some of like my most proud, like most grateful moments are like 
in high school mm-hmm. doing sports. You know what I mean? Like those are some of the moments that even when I look back, I'm like, there's certain moments where like, dude, that was cool. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? They're like even then, like in the moment, and I'm like, and luckily I had some like some coaches and some mentors. You know, like I didn't do it myself, obviously, and some people that were like, dude, like that's pretty cool, and like you're never gonna have that back again. So like you might as well just sit here and enjoy this. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> so that's what I'll do. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so yeah. like it's an interesting parallel, you know, like how yours mm-hmm. is like kind of the opposite. You know what I mean? Like even like when you're young and like there's your like some of those like pretty you know you, like you're up by 20 in a basketball mm-hmm. game like that's a moment you're never going to get back you know what i mean mm-hmm. like i think that's like a part of a like a symptom of addiction too you know what i mean it's like seeing even being able like to recognize like like the physical objectives like i'm playing basketball i'm 15 i'm up by 20 you know and part of it's probably being a teenager too mm-hmm. but you're like so what you know what i mean you're like who cares you know and I think because, like, an addiction, obviously, too, like, your brain has now prioritized, like, mm-hmm. drinking and drugs over, like, anything else that you can be grateful for. Like you said, like, when you were drinking in college, like, that's what I was grateful for. Mm-hmm. I think that's, like, an important piece for, like, people outside of addiction and therefore outside of recovery, like, to kind of understand about, like, showing some grace and some compassion to people who are in addiction, you know what I mean? Like when you help mm-hmm. somebody, like when you, you see someone on like, this is like a pretty like stereotypical experience, you know what I mean? When you see somebody like on the side of the road and they're like, oh, I gave this person money, you know, and they went like straight to the liquor store, you know? Like kind of like this a weird like negative connotation, you know what I mean? Or like, but, like when you see it, I mean, even from this just conversation from like that other person's perspective, you know what I mean? Like that's like the moment in their life where they express gratitude. And, like, and it's kind of like this weird, like almost seemingly like I guess paradoxically backwards, like kind of thought, but like, yeah, it's just mm-hmm. an interesting like to get like people to kind of fully understand, and myself at times included, obviously like the strength that is like this disease. You know what I mean? When it is at full hold, and like how it absolutely does reprioritize your brain in the fact that like those are the things you're thankful and grateful for. Puts you into survival mode. Mm-hmm. It's proven that um, addiction and alcoholism changes your brain to where, when you're in that state, you know, since it's a disease, mm-hmm. puts you in that dis-ease, and you're in that survival mode where it puts alcohol and drugs above, you know, sleep, uh, like sex, you know, yeah. food, mm-hmm. like cleanliness like anything that was like priorities before that like now all that is a priority is alcohol and drugs Mm -hmm. and just kind of to go off what you were saying it's interesting that it's almost societally acceptable that naivety is kind of associated with happiness it's like oh when you're a kid then you're gonna have fun Mm -hmm. and then when you grow up you're never gonna have fun again (laughs) 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 you know what i'm saying right it it kind of makes sense in that way but then people with um really difficult backgrounds are kind of forced to grow up fast Mm -hmm. oh yeah it's and it's it's sad but they lose that that naivety real quick Mm -hmm. and i think the the way that we see it is having more understanding relating to less things to be thankful for whereas in reality it's it's still there you mm-hmm. know just because you know that there are things in the world that are painful or that there are you know struggles doesn't mean that you can't have gratitude that there right. isn't something to look forward to in life mm-hmm. you know whereas it, it definitely uh, I've seen it where it's you know 
you said you're never going to get that moment back. But there's so many other moments that are great mm-hmm. in life that you'll never yeah. be able right. to experience as a child. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I don't think those are as uh, prevalent as, oh, yeah. you're going to have to pay taxes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're going to have to pay taxes. You're going to have to work forever. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to throw it out there to you guys. We get to pay taxes, okay? Mm-hmm. True. We do. We do. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's, a, like, another interesting thing that, that like... I always see a lot because, like, obviously being from Montana and then, like, living in Alaska, you know, like, everyone hears taxes. You're like, Ugh. <laughs> 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 Myself at times, including you. Know, like, objectively, dude, like, there is money, like, occasionally leaving my paycheck, which is, like, frustrating, you know what I mean? But, like, at the same time, like, after, like, really prioritizing my mind, I'm like, yeah, but... Public education is pretty cool. I, I got one of those. Yeah. You know what I mean? Turn it like, around. I like roads. That's something I mean. Roads are cool. Yeah. 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 <laughs> They're all right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't fix them near as fast as I want to. Maybe if I gave them an extra couple hundred bucks, they might. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. But, like, it is, like, finding, like, it's, like, the, this concept of gratitude, you know, where we can, like, seek and find, like, even those things are, like, seemingly aren't things to be grateful for, like, paying my taxes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like are things to be <laughs> are things to be grateful for you know what I mean like in a way shape or form yeah you can really find it I mean right. and that's part of it is that you have to seek it out that's part of the building the habit is there is something good about situations but it's so easy to focus on what's wrong I mean anyone can be grateful when things are going awesome right. mm-hmm. it's like yeah you know mm-hmm. but yeah yeah but finding that gratitude and even the hope that it brings, right. you know, when you realize once you start putting the pieces together and understand that there is some good with the bad that, you mm-hmm. know, there's going to be even more good later on and more bad. And that's part of it. But you mm-hmm. can find the good parts and you can cling to them in those times of difficulty and kind of be inspired and have mm-hmm. hope for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Do you guys have like some <laughs> tips and strategies? Like how do you guys... I guess it's a good one for Kayla because we're friends on Facebook. And so I always see some really inspirational. Yeah, what's up? I always find some like really inspirational things on there as I'm scrolling around. But um, like when things do get pretty tough, you know what I mean? Or like frustrating or like you get kind of emotional at times. Like you're just kind of overwhelmed. Like what are some of those ways that you do like kind of look for the gratitude? Yeah, so two days ago, that's funny that you mentioned that because yeah, two days ago I put a Facebook post because for about two or three days, I was in that self-pity that Billy was talking about. Like, I'm like, oh, life is just hard sometimes. <laughs> it's like, I had to think about it. Like, I was literally homeless, begging people for money. I remember when I used to panhandle, and people would just look at me like, oh, my gosh, this poor soul. Like, she doesn't have much longer left. Like, mm-hmm. like they would look at me just like I was, like, a lost cause, you know? And now I had to really look at, like, my situation now. Like, I'm coming up on a year, which is insane. And I have a great home. I'm in a program. I get to sponsor other women, mm-hmm. which is such a gift in itself. And I actually have my sponsees do a gratitude list every day of 10 things they're grateful for. Mm -hmm. One of my sponsees is like, it's helping me. (laughs) She's kind of like, but does it have to be 10 things every day? I'm like, like, yeah. I am thankful for my left eye. I am thankful for my right eye. Okay. 
yeah, it's yeah. funny. I'm only happy to do it for like this last week because I was like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, yeah, maybe you're starting to run out of things to be grateful for. But <laughs> but it's really cool. And I have a warm home. You know, I have a nice vehicle. I'm financially stable. And I have God in all of this, you know, mm-hmm. and my family back and true friend. Like, if I was to name off all the things I'm grateful for, it would probably be like, right. Because I had to look at where I was. And also, a reason I was getting into that self-pity is because I have mental health disorders, too. And I was having medication problems. And my insurance was not wanting to cover one of my mental health meds. And Mm. I was like... I, that's when the self pity came on. I'm like, don't they know who I think I am? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Come on! Yeah. And then I, I, I kind of went ballistic. I even called my insurance company. I was like, you're gonna f- kill people like this. Literally a minute later, I went, sir, I'm so sorry. I have to make amends for that. And he goes, uh, okay. And I was like, no, this is not your fault. Like, please accept my amends. And he's like, I accept it. Like, you're it's cool. like, why do you keep using the word amends so much? Yeah, he, had, <laughs> yeah he, he really wasn't getting why I was so like, accept it, please. I'm sorry. And then I felt super bad because it's not their fault. You know, right. they're just... It's just how it works with, mm-hmm. you know, insurance companies and medications and stuff. And, yeah, I just had to get out of that self-pity. And I'm going to be honest, it took, yeah, like two days of mm-hmm. me just being like, because of the problems with my meds. But then there's so many things I can find to be grateful for over things to be, you right. know, disgraceful for, or mm-hmm. ungrateful. I like disgraceful. Yeah. I like disgraceful. I, I like you that. You can add in your made-up language. You can. Language. Yeah. You can. Yeah. Disgraceful. That's what I'm saying. Language is fluid. You use it how you want to. You can just, yeah. yeah. If you want to say disgraceful, you go right on ahead and say disgraceful. <laughs> I feel so encouraged. It'll be, in the dictionary. It. It'll be in the dictionary in five years anyways. You brought up a good point, Kayla. I didn't think about that, that even being grateful that you're not in the places that you were. Like, I can imagine mm-hmm. scenarios where I'm like, oh man, I'm so glad I'm past that. You know, just situations that were just sucked, you know, Mm -hmm. and even using those as strength of thinking, hey, I made it through that, you know, even that's something to be grateful for. Mm -hmm. I overcame, you know, or it it worked out in a way. And so there's still things that that are in my life that I can look at that are way better than it was before. Right. And so that's definitely a good perspective. And I think that's something about life too, you know what I mean? Because like, like you said, like life is hard sometimes, dude. Mm -hmm. And I think like... Mm -hmm. It was, like, this weird, like, thing where we're, like, not supposed to, like, talk about, like, how life is hard, you know what I mean? Like, oh, hard for everybody. Get up. Go on. Keep going. You know what I mean? Like, do this. Do that. And we're, like, hey, can I have, like, an hour? <laughs> like, just to be, like, yeah. this kind of sucks. You know what I mean? Which I think is, like, we find things to be grateful for, right? But then, like, recognizing the fact that, like, it is kind of tough sometimes. You know what I mean? That's, mm-hmm. like, what, like, makes gratitude, like this thing that's like so powerful you know what i mean is that like it offsets like our recognition of like yeah this kind of sucked you know what i mean like yeah this was hard but like oh but i have these things too you know what i mean that like kind of make life what it is like i'm grateful for this yeah. not so grateful for that and like but overall like i'm somewhere in the middle and i'm okay you know what i mean because like it's not always like life isn't always like 
as Zach would say, sunshine and rainbows. You know what I mean? Like I think gratitude oh. also is an action word mm-hmm. in right. itself. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like yeah. like for me and Billy in recovery, you know, we gotta learn. We've been taught also in the program we're in to be grateful in the times that are also bad. Mm-hmm. You know, they right. say that's mostly when your gratitude yeah. shows when things mm-hmm. aren't going smoothly. When you can mm-hmm. go, okay. Thank you, God, because I haven't used today. I haven't right. drank today. Yeah. And if that's all you've done for that day, then you're doing pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know. And that's a good point. I mean, even my minor struggle with marijuana comparatively to, to all the things that were going on, it's sometimes I would, I would think, you know, I didn't smoke today, but then I didn't do this and I didn't do that. But, you know, that's all you really need is maybe that mm-hmm. is it. And maybe that's the start. You know, maybe it's a day without and you didn't do everything that you wanted to and you didn't conquer the world, but you tackled a little area in your life or maybe a big one and you got a little bit out of it. And that's something to be grateful for, mm-hmm. you know. Exactly. And I think that shouts to like people, especially like with mental health disorders, you know what I mean? Like, especially with like depression, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. if you get out of bed, you know, like even if like you don't quite make it to work that day, you know, like because people with like chronic severe depression, you know, like maybe you didn't quite make it to work that day, but maybe like you got out of bed. Like went on a walk. Yeah, you know, maybe you talked to somebody today. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. maybe you reached out to somebody today and like wanted to talk about something. You know what I mean? Like even like just these like things that seem so small, that mm-hmm. like are definitely things like to be grateful for. You know what I mean? Like yes, that can kind of permeate life where it's like relative, but like gratitude is one of those things where like no matter how big or how small, it has a very similar effect. Like on just like your circumstance and. Not on your circumstance, I guess, but on your perspective to that circumstance. like Yes. Yeah. I think we should celebrate those little victories even. I mean, it's pretty common for, especially I can imagine in recovery where it's like, oh, so now you, you could have the mindset, oh, now I'm just functioning. You know, oh, now I'm just mm-hmm. regular. But in reality, that's a victory. I mean, even getting there, even every little step, mm-hmm. I think you should be willing to pat yourself on the back to encourage right. yourself and not be like, well, now I'm only... 50% away from being where I want to, you mm-hmm. know. No, you mm-hmm. got 1% today, and right. that's 1% mm-hmm. closer. Like, mm-hmm. that's something. Exactly. And I think that's, like, a common addiction trap, too, where you're, like, mm-hmm. you get, like, six months, a year, and you're, like, dude, I have to do this for the rest of my life. Like, pfft. yeah, it's daunting at times. You know what I mean? <laughs> it like, is. The whole life, you're, like, the rest of this existence, like, is taken away. But at mm-hmm. the same time, like, it's an opportunity because, like, when you're not, life seems to be a lot better. You know what I mean? Like you have an opportunity to live a lot, just like more enriching, fulfilled life as well as like, it's just like that negative thought versus positive thought. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I can't use anymore, but also like when I use like bad things usually happen. Mm. And when I don't, good things usually happen. So like, (laughs) I kind of like this, like, I like the opportunity of like not having bad things always happen to me. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? It's like, yeah, it's definitely a double-sided coin. Or being able to fully live in your life. Mm-hmm. I mean, for the good and the bad. I mean, right. it's, I don't. I can't think of a way to find gratitude if you're just running. You know, if you're right. just running away from life and you're just mm-hmm. escaping from your experiences, like, that's not the focus. The focus is on anything but the things that suck, more or less. It's not really towards the positive. It's just away from the negative. So mm-hmm. this is... It opens opportunity even to really embrace gratefulness, I feel. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Like this guy 
who um, I used to go into one of the Tesoros, the Marydale Tesoro, every day when I was using, I used to go in there because either I was homeless just kind of walking around or I was in my van that I was literally living down by the river in, mm -hmm. not even a joke. <laughs> And, or I was, I would just stop by there, grab a soda, because they would be kind enough to let me have, like, a free soda, and then I would just leave there, and I went in there the other day, and, you know, I look a lot healthier, and one of my friends who works there, he's like, yeah, Kayla, I don't blame you for how much you drank and used, I would have drank and used if I were you, too, and I was like, uh, that's, I was like, that's not accurate, though, I was like, there is people who have it so much worse than I ever did, mm -hmm. you know? Cause I didn't, I didn't want to use that. Oh yeah, I had it so bad, you know, mm -hmm. like that, right. that self pity mm -hmm. again that comes in because in all honesty, yes, I did dig myself into that hole, but I had to get myself out of it when right. I chose to stop digging, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Right. So I didn't want to, to boost my self-pity with that, be like, oh my gosh, I know, right? Somebody understands. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> yeah. it's like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> right. I think that's like, that's a cool message too, dude. It's like, I mean, like having it tough is relative to, you know what I mean, to your circumstance, but like there are like, most of the time, no matter how tough you have it, like you're just as capable to do good as you are bad. Like exactly. for yourself, like I mean, there are some things that are going to happen. Like especially if they're even like a little younger that's listening to this. You know what I mean? Like there are some things that are going to happen. Mm -hmm. They're going to suck, dude. Like it's just not going to be a good time. And mm -hmm. like, kind of got to acknowledge it, find some things to be grateful for, and just kind of keep going. You know what I mean? Like even just like it's like. Um, it's like the program, like one step at a time. And like you just, that's exactly. all you do, just one step at a time. I think being grateful is kind of like that too. Like just kind of learning over time, like how to be grateful for things and like then recognizing gratitude in the moment, kind of just moving through through that way. I'm grateful right now. Really? Do you Me know that? Too. Same here. Yeah. One of the crazy things is that, uh, that we learned at the um, Sources of Strength was that it doesn't have to be genuine. Like you don't have to necessarily feel grateful especially if you're mm -hmm. just starting out being thankful mm -hmm. you're not gonna feel like super grateful you're like yeah i'm healthy okay <laughs> you know oh <laughs> uh, yeah i woke up all right you know mm -hmm. it's it just seems you've been taking it for granted so long that maybe you don't feel like yeah yeah you know what i am blessed but you mm -hmm. are right but that that still builds in the habit and eventually the feeling will come of gratefulness if you stick with it because it is, it is a habit, and it, it doesn't automatically have the feedback loop of, you know what, it is, I mean, maybe it does, and in that case, that's awesome, you know, right. but sometimes it doesn't, and that's mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, I think that's a big part about gratitude, too, that, like, to really, like, practice gratitude is obviously, like, you have to practice it, you know, or, like, not obviously, but you practice it, mm -hmm. and so it's, like, if you wake up, and you're, like, I'm grateful for this, and you don't get, like, this, like, or like, I'm grateful to be here today. You know, get this like ginormous burst of energy. We're like ready to take down the world. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, You're like, yeah. Right. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah. Dude, I it's have like, a warm house. Oh yeah. <laughs> if you can get to that point, you yeah. call me and let's hang out because that sounds like a great time. You know what I mean? That sounds like better than speed right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I think what 
you said too, Aaron, like, you know, with seeing that seemingly bad and, and turning it into something positive is kind of like what mm. Billy was saying too, you mm. know, about his mm-hmm. childhood with, right. you know, looking at himself and being like, oh, I'm, I feel so different because I felt the exact same mm. way. I feel like I was so different from every single kid because they'd always call me weird. Now I'm like, I embrace it. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're just jealous. Yeah. <laughs> like looking back at it now, it's like when I drank, everything was second or third. Mm-hmm. Like drinking had to come first. Yeah. And when I was in recovery, I thought about that, and it's like I made I put drunk drinking in front of hunting, drinking in front of family, and I lost so many family time, and and precious time memories. But that when I was in recovery, I started feeling self pity about that. It's like oh, I'm losing so much family time, and I didn't even go home. Didn't even go home for a year and a half now. So because I was focused on recovery. Yeah. And. I'm very grateful that family were supporting me and say like, oh, it's okay, man. You can come next year. You can come next summer or something, whatever. And this moment I had this week was, was beautiful, actually, because I, I got to see my brother and his little family come and visit, just, even if it was just for a day, Aww. and get to see my nephew for the first time. And that moment right there is like, had to be humble and say like, thank you, God. Oh, yeah, it's like, thank you for this moment right here. Even if I didn't see family for a year and a half, it's like, yeah. And in these rooms and outside in recovery, making these families and oh, extended yeah. families of having a basically an AA mom and all that stuff mm-hmm. and growing these friendships is like, that's why they always say, be, become of service in these rooms, sponsor people. And yes get a service position and that made me feel so grateful and like we have these serve positions where we set up tables and chairs even if we're setting up tables just for five minutes it's in that moment we're not thinking about ourselves and it's, it's crazy coming coming back from where I was and not looking down on people too and it's yeah. like hey man they'll be great the promises are real and it's like if you continue this re- road of recovery it's going to get better mm-hmm. and yes. just encouraging them and sometimes they need to be called out i got called out a lot of times because of my self-pity and my sponsor would be like oh like, poor me <laughs> poor me he's like you have roof over your head mm-hmm. you have food in your belly you have food in your fridge and he'd be like what the <laughs> are you complaining about <laughs> and the thing is like yeah that's true <laughs> <laughs> he used to tell me that too <laughs> <laughs> i was like i'm just grateful that you guys are here too and this yeah. is this is uh very good because we're moving in a modern age where it's everything's all online and this is very very helpful for the people that need to hear this mm. and it's cool would you say it's kind of humbling yeah kind of because i remember even you know your mom tells you all oh, they're starving kids you know, eat, finish <laughs> yeah. your food, you know. In Africa. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And as a kid, you're like, whatever, you know. But then as you get older and you start to humble yourself and you start to realize that you do kind of have things pretty good. Mm-hmm. Is that, what is it like letting go of kind of that self-centered look? Because I know that's kind of a, it's a pretty key point of addiction is as 
the substance kind of consumes your life, your focus is drawn inward on that and internally because that's all you can focus on. That's what you want. So what was it like kind of expanding or prying your eyes from inward looking at yourself to kind of outward? What was that like? Oh, it was pretty hard. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Really hard. Yeah. Really hard. There's like all these, um, for example, if you got like a year and they'll be like, oh my God, thank you, I got a year. Uh, and it's like, it's <laughs> all this one day at a time. Yeah. yeah. It's got to focus on that. Mm-hmm. person who woke up early in the morning has the most recovery than anyone in this room. Mm-hmm. And folks, that, that's what I'm learning still to this day and being grateful. And sometimes that's getting easier to letting, letting go of that pride and ego and all that stuff mm-hmm. that you're talking about. Like, and it's easier to be like, oh, man, that, that wasn't my work. That was my higher power's work. Mm-hmm. There's people around these rooms, people in recovery who I listen to. And when I'm having, like, when we were talking about the bad times, I listened in the meetings and listened if, if they went through it before and I get their number. Mm-hmm. And I ask them, like, how do you get through this and all that stuff? And be grateful that this person's in recovery who knows how to go through the situations I'm going through right now. Mm-hmm. And it's like from family passing on and... I have a person in recovery who I go to that. If I'm angry, I go to that person. If I'm sad, I go to that person. There's mm. a lot of people I can go to. And mm-hmm. and there's these, every morning I wake up and just be like, sometimes I don't wake up happy, sometimes scared. Because <laughs> <laughs> like I, <laughs> when I get these um, yeah. using drinking dreams, it scares the mm-hmm. out of me because like, I have to wake up like, did I drink? Yeah. Did I drink? Like, and I think about it. I know it was just a dream. And at that moment, I'd be like, instead of like, oh my God, let it affect me throughout the day, I'd be like, thank you, God, for reminding me if I ever drink again, that's how I would feel. Hmm. Oh, yeah. 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 Wow. What a positive outlook on a nightmare, mm-hmm. more or less. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And that's that kind of goes into um, the the link between kind of service and gratitude which I find really interesting that actually yeah. giving mm-hmm. back makes you appreciate yeah. what you have I don't know what, what is your experience like with that I, I know you you talked about kind of service and, and especially sponsoring now uh, is that yeah. really playing into the gratitude in your life it really is because uh, I have a few sponsees right now and also my career is I work in home health care mm-hmm. so I work with um My client right now, she's elderly and she has dementia too. Mm -hmm. And I actually have had to learn about dementia doing this. I've read a few books and they actually say that dementia is really similar. This sounds crazy, but it's really similar to addiction and alcoholism in the sense of selfishness. Mm -hmm. They really only see, she, my client really only sees herself. Mm -hmm. She can't, she can't really tell if I'm having a bad day. I think she's asked me. How are you? Maybe like twice. <laughs> you know, I've been working for her for quite some time now. Mm-hmm. And, but that's okay. Because sure. I also had that like appreciation for her and just being of service to her in my career made me even, like you said, it's like that effect, more grateful for what I had too. And I'm super grateful for her. She is just a hoot and she's so fun to be around. And also my sponsees, I've been able to like, you know, mirror to them what being grateful really is about. 
like the other day we were driving and one of my friends who she's homeless right now and honestly I got to go and see her and give her a hug the other day and I think that might be the last time that I ever hug her I mean that's that's just the reality of it you know because she's she's a heroin addict and she has had um endocarditis twice within this year and that's an infection in the heart Mm. and um you have like a 30% chance of surviving it the first time you get it. And the second time you get it, it's a 3% chance. And I looked her dead in her eyes and I said, that's God right there. I said, I really hope I see you sometime, you know, in a meeting or mm-hmm. something like that. And I'm going to be honest. I did. I gave her 20 bucks because she told me she was starving. But I also told her, I said... It doesn't show my character for helping you when I'm able to. It'll show your character if you go and spend that on something you're not supposed to. And mm. she looked at me like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> but it's true. You know, if you're able to help somebody, because like right now I am, you know, somewhat financially stable and I'm able to go and help somebody. And my one of my sponsees the other day was kind of like, Oh my gosh, that's amazing. You know, you're such an angel. And I was like, not really. I just, you know, because I didn't want my ego being built up like that. Like, mm-hmm. I was just like, no, I'm able to help. So I'm going to help. That was pretty much all mm-hmm. because it is that service of being able yeah. to, if you're able to help somebody now that we're able to mentally and physically and emotionally and all those different components, then I will, you know. Mm-hmm. And that kind of plays into uh, even the mindset of kind of like scarcity versus abundance. So if you think the world is is very scarce and there's limited resources, you're just going to have to take what you can get and everyone else is going to take what they can get and you just Mm -hmm. have to hold on to it and hope nobody takes it away versus the mindset of abundance that there is enough, that there is more than enough and we can give to other people and that, that can, and that's not going to basically ruin your life, you know, because there is so much. I think the more gratitude you have, the more the easier it is to give. Because once you start realizing how much you have and all the things that are going on for you, you realize that you can give back to people because you have this this place of abundance within you that you can give. So I think that that really plays into um, the, even the mindset of helping other people of gratitude. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of it stems from loneliness, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. It did for me, at least. Right. It felt like a warm blanket or hug that I had never had before. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of that, too, dude, is, like, because loneliness is, like, at least, I guess, from a personal, like, pers- perspective, dude, it was always a perception for me. Because, mm-hmm. like, maybe except for, like, in my, like, youth, youth, when I was, like, a really little kid, and maybe that's, like, where, like, perpetuates from like outside of that dude like into middle school and high school and like even into like um living in billings and like you're out of high school like those first few years like i always felt really alone but like objectively i always had a lot of people around you know what i mean so like i wasn't ever necessarily like alone right Mm -hmm. but like it's those things you know like it's almost like an overplayed like tape of like rolls of inspirational like posts on Facebook, you know, where it's like, like <laughs> it's for the people that feel alone in a room full of people, you know what I mean? And it's like, this thing's like almost like a romanticized, like dramatized, like overplayed kind of thing. And it's not that like, cause I like personally, like I never felt alone, like when I was in the room full of people, like, you know, but like I'd spend 22 hours 
with the room of people. And like those other two was like, oh, I'm the loneliest human on earth. Like that self-pity, you know what I mean? Mm, Where like, yeah. I've been doing like these really like fun things for like three days, right? Like fun things for three days. And then like, I like, I'm alone for like to go to sleep. And I'm like, the loneliest human ever. This is depressing. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, and so, yeah, I think it's like really interesting, you know, it's like, even then, like finding things to be grateful for. And like, that's something that like, I just had to practice over like the last few years, you know, like, you're like, oh, dude, I'm like the loneliest human. They're like, well, no, you just spent like 20 hours with like some of your best friends. You just did this, you just did that. Like, you had a lot of fun. Like, you should just like appreciate that. That, that's not the way I put it to myself. Otherwise, I won't really appreciate it. Like, but I'm like, okay, that's pretty cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then, I, then I can sleep easy, you know? But like before, dude, when I like, especially when I'm in it, you know, you're like, I think that's half the reason that like I started like selling stuff was so that I didn't ever have to be alone. Like at all, dude. Because mm. like you could stay mm -hmm. up. Like there's people that need dope any time of the day. 24-7. That's 24-7 business. You know what I mean? So, like, you were never, like, so there was, like, not knocks on your door, but, like, a ring on your phone. You know what I mean? Like, it was just really weird, like, sensory feeling. Same thing, I guess. Maybe that's why it's, like, so triggering. But, mm. yeah, dude, it's really interesting. Like, loneliness is an interesting concept where it's, like, sometimes it is, like, a very objective thing. And sometimes it's, like, a perception. You're, like, you're not really, like, alone in this world. You know what I mean? Like, but if you feel that way. Like, the feel versus the see, like, it's just a really interesting concept. I think it has to do with not feeling like you don't fit in or you don't right. belong. I think that's where a lot of the loneliness from being in a crowd kind of stems is, because, mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> I mean, I've been there, where it's just, like, uh, hanging out, like, I think I went to, like, a really mild rave one time, and mm -hmm. it just, like, kind of hit me. <laughs> I know, it's like, because you think rave was, like, crazy party. It wasn't. Mm -hmm. It was, like, in Anchorage, so it was, like, kind of, like, eh. <laughs> right. But, I mean, at the time, I was just, like... What am I doing? Like, right. This is stupid. You know, I don't feel like I fit in here. It just, mm -hmm. you know, because that loneliness can kind of, I think it can, it can invade into your mind and make you feel like you aren't worth much. Right. You know, just because you are different in your head, even mm -hmm. if there are a bunch of people who care about you. Right. But if you don't look at that, if you don't focus on that there are people in your life who do care about you or, you know, that, that you mm -hmm. can reach out. Like, you guys were saying even that, Billy, especially, that there's no shame in getting resources from other people yeah. on how to figure out how to deal with what's going on in your life. And I think that's a part of, a part of gratitude as well as perspective. And what better perspective than someone else's of your life? Because you're biased. Everyone right. is. Yeah. Everyone thinks... Oh, definitely. Yeah. Right, right. But... I don't know, have you guys had some kind of experience uh, with reaching out to people? I, and I know you kind of mentioned that, but even more in depth of uh, having them turn your perspective around or even letting go of maybe the pride of like, oh, I can do this on my own. Oh, I, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm just going to power through it. It's going to be fine. But instead talking to someone, what was that like? When someone passed away in my family, I talked about that. And yeah. I, I had this guy, he's, he has like 25, 26 years of sobriety. And I asked him, because he dealt with a lot of death too. Mm -hmm. And I was um, going on self-pity, going to him and just basically venting about it. And then he told me a, his solution. Told, told me one of his experiences with his grandpa was um, 
if I can remember the story right. It's like, he was sad that his grandpa was gonna pass away, but his grandpa told him like, don't be sad, because if you're sad, I'm gonna be sad when I leave. Mm -hmm. And if I'm in the other, if, if he's in the other, uh, basically heaven or somewhere, he said, if you're sad, in this world and people are looking like the people are looking down in heaven on you, they're probably sad up there if you're sad. Hmm. So if you're happy, they're happy. Hmm. So, I thought, so I thought about that, like, oh, you're probably right. Hmm. So it's okay to cry for them and okay. be lonely and uh, not lonely, but mm -hmm. like cry for them. Basically that's normal, that's in human, human life we can cry and and learning how to let go and that was one of my experiences like I took that and I was like I'm grateful like right. hell yeah so why be sad if they're in a better place yeah like, yeah <laughs> that's huge too like I like that you said really letting go too and just being able to talk to other people about what's going on inside of you mm -hmm. and whatnot because in my experience in the program I've had to make a lot of amends, you know. My amends list was pretty... About as long as your gratitude list? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty lengthy, and there was one person on there where I was like, I don't know if this amends is going to go good. And mm -hmm. it is also, you're not supposed to make it if you think it's going to harm yourself or somebody mm -hmm. else. Right. So I had to really, really think about it and be like, is this going to hurt me, or is mm -hmm. this going to hurt this other person? Mm -hmm. And I had to confide in my sponsor and also other women in the program. And this was with uh, making amends to my ex, who I was with for three years, who mm -hmm. I talked about in my story quite a bit. Mm -hmm. And we used to really beat on each other, and we got into hard drugs together and drank a bunch. And, you know, we just were really toxic for each other. So I was, when I talked with my sponsor and these other women, I was like, is it even a good idea right. for me to make amends? And that was in kind of more in the middle of my recovery when I had probably like five, six months. And she said, mm, let's wait it out a little longer. Let's see if how you're doing like more towards your year. And recently I just got to make amends to him and we are now cordial and friends again. Wow. Like mm -hmm. that's one of those things that I'm so grateful for. I even told him the other day, I said, Thank you for just being my friend now and not seeing me as this monster. Right. And I don't see you as that monster either. Mm -hmm. And he was like, it's totally cool. He's like, it's in the past. And I was like, what? <laughs> 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 like, that's huge. Like, anybody, right. you can get forgiveness or, or forgive, mm -hmm. really, mm -hmm. anybody. But it really depends on your mindset and how forgiving you want to be and how grateful you want to be for those past experiences that you had. That's when I had to use my gratitude that I've been learning right. and be like, okay, what are the experiences that I'm grateful for mm -hmm. with this person? Do I want to keep this person in my life? And I chose to be like, yes, because they right. were important to me at one point and just be like, let bygones be bygones. And that mm -hmm. was huge for me. Mm -hmm. Like, I really, honestly, in my head, I can't think of anybody where there's a true feud or a resentment anymore. Because right. mm -hmm. it's just so futile and, like, right. toxic. 
it's toxic to hold that hate in your heart. I'd rather love people than have any hate in my heart, mm-hmm. honestly. Because it is. They say mm-hmm. that resentment is one of the things that will kill us. Mm-hmm. Because it, it takes it takes a lot of people out. I've seen mm-hmm. it take a lot of people out. Right. You know, and I feel like I hope that's on topic, but I feel like that yeah. does have to do with like. No, I, I feel that too. It's um. It's interesting too because like making amends with people and like and that self pity too in ways you know what I mean that like you, oh, they yeah. kind of can like play off each other where you're like oh this person hates me I hate me <laughs> poor me you know what I mean it's like this weird thing it, yeah. it, it's like this weird thing and then you're like so I should probably drink about it you know like it's and like and it's all this like self perpetuated like yeah just toxic mess really you know I'm gonna like, drink at them yeah it's like what is that gonna do it's just gonna <laughs> hurt you it's like mm-hmm. now I'm go 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 right it's like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die yeah <laughs> yeah yeah I feel attacked <laughs> <laughs> but to go off what Billy was saying about uh even like uh you know your grandpa mm-hmm. like my my grandparents are getting older too and I had a moment where I was like, you know, it's really sad that someday they're not going to be with me. But then I thought, you know what? I still have this time with them. Like, they're still around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful that I can go over and be with them. I don't have to feel guilty because I'm not over there all the time and they're not going to be around forever. But because I, I still have I still have an opportunity to to spend time with them. And I can be grateful for that instead of missing them before they're gone kind of thing. And I think mm-hmm. that's a perspective that even extends into people's lives when something good happens they're like well what bad what bad thing's gonna happen next right. what's next you know oh, this yeah. can't last forever and it's, it's like the most negative way you could view a positive thing is well this just means that something terrible is gonna happen soon because things are going great it's like no that's because <laughs> how can you how can you enjoy that how can you be thankful for something that you feel is just leading to the next bad thing right. in my life. The next doom. Exactly, exactly. I just think yeah. it sucks the color out of the beauty of, of the good things that are happening in your life. If It's almost like a, a pessimistic kind of outlook. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Hmm. And, I th- like, and that's like kind of what we were talking about earlier too, you know what I mean? It's like even when the bad things do happen, like once you get good at gratitude, or like, can you start to just practice it more? Like mm-hmm. life doesn't happen in like like in extremities a lot of the time like experiences don't happen in extremities a lot of the time you know what I mean like there's always a little bit of good and a little bit of bad that happens at once in most experiences you know what I mean like if you really were to sit down and like dissect a lot of your experiences like you could probably find some times in that where you're like okay that was kind of cool that wasn't as cool this was kind of cool that wasn't you know what I mean so like it's kind of been like okay yeah this was cool and like kind of just like taking like your whole mindset to a more like positive site you know where it's like (laughs) Even when things are getting kind of tough, like, you can still, like, see, you can flip the picture over and, like, see the colorful side, you know what I mean? Versus, mm-hmm. like, just kind of getting bogged down. But, yeah. Even I, going from, oh, sorry. Oh, no, you go ahead. Even going from negative to objective is a step. Even right. just seeing reality for what it is, because it's kind of easy to paint that darker picture in your mind of, of what's happening and not yeah. seeing, especially the future. And I know that's pretty common, Is it's like, Oh, this this could happen. It could ruin everything. It's like, yeah, but also something amazing could happen that's 
you know, what, what is likely? What is right. really, what is reality here? And I think that's where talking to other people can help too, of getting a more objective perspective on your life uh, instead of kind of seeing things negatively. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you guys so much for coming by and talking to us today and talking about gratitude. It's super grateful to have had this conversation with you guys and this experience is super fun. Of course. This was you and I for the keynote.